You're listening to FBI Radio with Bridie Tanner. It's time now for Movies, Movies, Movies with Jack and Andre. We just heard from IMDDB and I wanted to ask Jack and Andre if you think that's a reference to IMDB, the International Movie Database mm. website. Great question. I'm more of a Wikipedia Andre, kind of person. I knew you were going to say that. I'm I was about staunch. to be like, Andre is more of a Wikipedia kind of girl. I definitely advocate for Wikipedia for film research, but Jack is an imdb I think. No, I'm like half Wikipedia, half IMDB. I just like IMDB because it's got pictures. Mm. I like know, the, the, uh, the did you know. The did you did know, you, the trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the quotes. Yeah. It's good to go and find and, uh, some quotes. Goofy credit goofy credits they yeah, usually honestly? have as well. Oh, mm. Wikipedia. Come to think of it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's for a different episode. We should do a special <laughs> app. Well, it's now time to jump right on into movie news this week. Mm-hmm. Tell us what's been happening in the world of cinema. Ooh, okay, so for all you little Harry Potter nerds out there, there is officially a Harry Potter-themed escape room in Melbourne. It's by a company called Trapped, and they have two <laughs> rooms that you can jam in if you're into escape rooms. And they also have a bar that's attached to Trapped where they have a Harry Potter-themed cocktails. In the actual rooms, you have Harry Potter-themed wizarding challenges. It's all about potions and lotions and casting spells. And... I don't know about you guys, but I am such an escape room fiend that I'd be so down to check that out. I feel like this room is for people who, like, didn't read the books and hated the movies and then all of a sudden are, like, Mm. discovering Harry Potter, like, ten years late, because... But let me just say, though, I'm glad that they're doing a potions sort of themed kind of room as opposed to, like, a Quidditch one, which would be so impossible to do. (laughs) Like, I'm glad glad they can take it They're working with what they... Yeah, yeah, They're working with what they have. (laughs) Is this an official Harry Potter thing or has someone just taken the... uh... I don't think it's actually... Yeah, I don't think it's an official affiliate with Harry Potter, but... You know, any knockoff is a great knockoff, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Also in news, Sean Penn has released this kind of awful, awful sounding novel and it's getting slammed by critics and he just, like, doesn't care. It's called Bob Honey, Who Just Do Stuff. And it's about this guy who just kills, like, old citizens and he's just been going, like, and being the disgusting man that he is and, like, Mm. smoke chain smoking on, like... I don't know, it's hard to, like, talk about him in a way that doesn't, like make him sound kind of cool. It's being really destroyed by people. And he's also a crappy actor as well, so, you know, power to him, but also not. So there's an audiobook to put on double speed. Oh my god, no thanks. On better news, Patti Smith has a documentary coming out about her 40th anniversary tour for Horses, which came out in 1975. So it was filmed, if my math is correct, a few years ago, and it's only coming out this year. It's about her concert tour when she was doing Horses, and hopefully it has some real good Patti Smith uh, viewing time. Oh my god, I went and saw it at the State Theatre in Sydney. It was so good. It was amazing. She's just kind of this revolutionary poet. That's what she is. You know, you need it. I love people calling her a poet. Okay, also, the Spice Girls, talking about revolutionary poets, are making an animated film with their voices and their superheroes. And I think the last time that we saw them together was, like, the 2012 Olympics when they got on top of black cabs and, like, (laughs) held onto the railings. And they went really fast. And they're on high heels. Half (laughs) of them aren't even, like, touching the railings. Like, I don't Mm. know how they stayed up on those cabs. They're filmless. And they didn't, like, it was one of those, like, experiences of, ad like, um, of, like, lip syncing where they really pulled off, like, you can tell they're lip syncing, but whatever the vocal mix they did mm. was just really, like, stadium ready. It sounded mm. amateur. So, I don't know if their, like, recording was just bad or whether it was real and live, like... Mm. 
it was like Ashley Simpson. And finally, moving on from the Spice, the Girls, Spice Girls, if you are hella bored this public holiday, we have so many long movies that you can watch on SBS On Demand. We got Magnolia, Ali, Tony Erdman, all films that r- almost hit the three-hour mark. So if you're just looking for something to draw you into Tuesday and finish this holiday with a bang, you just watch those films. Or even Wild Wild Country, Jack's favourite documentary on Netflix. Or if you're going to Lana Del Rey tonight, go watch Tropical on YouTube and yeah. wonder what that is. It's 17 minutes but you can watch it multiple times if you want this day to end quickly. <laughs> We're going to have two reviews very soon and a ticket giveaway coming mm, up to the Golden right. Age Cinema Bar that's this absolutely Wednesday. Right. Yeah. What have right, people got to do to win those? All you got to do is firstly listen to our beautiful review of the film Marina Abramovich in Brazil, The Space in Between, and you just got to text in in answer to the film. It's about Marina going on a trip, and I guess Jack and I want to know what's the best uh, sort of, you know... Friends ca- go travelling movie. Yeah. Like, is it Girl Trip, Dudgeling Limited for some reason, yeah. that Snowpiercer, I is put- it Skins at season one when they go to Russia? Is it Lizzie McGuire when she goes to Rome? I don't know. Who yeah. cares? Text in if you want a double pass to go see Marina Abramovich's film at Golden Age Cinema, and we just want to know what people jam with, because I definitely love a good... Holiday movie. Holiday movie even the holiday. 0409-945-945 if you want to get involved with the giveaway. Let's take a track now from Anoni. This is 4 Degrees. <laughs> it's only 4 Degrees It's only 4 Degrees On Mornings with Bridie Tanner That was Anoni with 4 Degrees You're listening to Movies, Movies, Movies with Jack and Andre and it is now time for this. Two reviews. One review. And then and then another review. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. <sighs> Get those reviews out. <laughs> <and> ready to- <laughs> Round those ready steady review. <laughs> Starting with A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. I'm going to be reviewing A Quiet Place, which is coming out on April 5. Um, it's been getting... It's this horror film that's getting a lot of hype. It played at South by Southwest to kind of rave reviews along with blockers. And it stars Emily Blunt and her real-life husband, John Krasinski, who was in the American office. He also wrote and directed it, which you can tell, because he casts himself as this kind of fearless, perfect father hero-like figure. Um... It's about, like, this nuclear white American family living in the Midwest after some kind of invasion of monsters who will eat you if you make any noise. They're kind of, like, spidery predator kind of things that come out of um, the cornfields. And um, what plays out is this, like, pretty effective horror, but its underlying message is so sinister. I wanted to walk out. Like, every horror film plays on contemporary fears. Um, if you think about, like, The Ring or, I don't know, like, Scream... Um, And this one seems to be pretty clearly playing on the fear of, like, that nuclear white families in middle America have of, like, the other, like, blacks, immigrants, queer, whatever. And not only, like, fear of the other, but if you speak out, they'll kill you. So you better load up your guns. Like, the message is so warped. And it's, like, if you really want to know and experience the level of fear and adrenaline to figure out why so many people voted for Trump, maybe go see this movie. Andre, am I reading into it too far? Is this film kind of evil? Mm-mm. Jack, you're doing us a service. You are reading into it appropriately. <laughs> I definitely didn't read into it that intensely, but I was oddly distracted in the film from all the things that you've described. 
I was distracted from the scary parts. Like I was, I spent the whole time thinking, why is the mum always just staying at home cooking, and the dad's like out fighting, trying to you know save the family from these monsters. Yeah, and the daughter's like not allowed to go hunting. Yeah, the daughter's not allowed to go hunting. There's like this weird gender role thing happening, and it just distracts from what should just be a downright horror, like a scary, scary movie. movie. And it just makes the whole experience just kind of weird and distracting. That was my biggest issue with it because it could have been hella scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're getting some scary movies this year. We're getting Hereditary with Tony Collette, which is supposed to be horrifying. So scary. And this was supposed to be kind of a precursor to that coming out. But I just, it didn't land those marks because there were these weird story principles being shoved down our throats. A quiet place in a word, Jack? Ooh, um, oh, God. Um, just sinister. Sinister, quiet, <laughs> low-key. That's what it is. Yeah. Take it away. Take it away. Oh, back to me. I will be reviewing <laughs> Marina Abramovich in Brazil, The Space in Between, which is screening at Golden Age. If you want to go see it, hit us up on the text line. But for those of you who don't know, Marina Abramovich is this well-renowned international artist, and this is a documentary that follows one of her newest projects. So I guess when I was thinking about this movie, I found that it was hard for me to review this film without bringing all my Marina Abramovich baggage with me. Uh, because I just admire her work so much. She's an artist who examines pain, energy, and how us as mere humans absorb such feelings, either in real life or in real life during one of her performances. And this documentary follows her all the way to Brazil as she works on her most personal project yet, herself. In this film, she goes to (laughs) spiritual healings, artistic revelations. She does a couple of interviews with some people who are connected to the spirituality that she's interested in. And I must say, she's pretty powerful on film. She's almost as powerful as any wanky film auteur like Andrei Tarkovsky, Bellatar, or Terence Malick, all those serious poetic art filmmakers that everyone talks about. No one's talking about Marina, the filmmaker, but she could totally climb those ranks and become this beautiful cinematic force. She's very cinematic. Brazil is dope to look at. And I guess in this year of female pop icon documentaries, we've already seen Gaga's documentary, Grace Jones's, MIA's. We're now getting the Marina doco surgery, and I loved it. I get really inspired by these spiritual, spiritual films about artists finding their work. And I guess also a sequence where Marina takes ayahuasca and just basically shits and spews herself crazy <laughs> is kind of entertaining as well. JB, what did you think of this? Because I totally was on board with this, even though she is a figure that people like to be controversial about. She's a controversial figure, but I think this is like a really, really moving, like post breakup film about mm. like finding yourself and going through experiences to like put on a new mask and shed the skin that you had and like mm. really get into Like it's really beautiful. She's just going out to meet beautiful, like she goes and meets the oldest woman in Brazil who's like 104. Oh, and right. she sort of sits, I don't know, it's just a, such a nice film. It's, yeah. It'll just like change you. It's it like, like radiates a, with just this power and this an awesomeness and, and imminence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's very cosmic. And, and it's very confronting. There's a lot of like scary body horror. Mm. Yeah. In a word? Oh, I just, I mean, this is lame, but powerful. Yeah. Like gut wrenching. Mm. Well, that is two reviews for today. Mm. And you can go and see that film you just heard about, The Space in Between. It, at the Golden Age Cinema Bar. That's right, yep. It's an amazing place to go. You can hit up the bar, go to the, <laughs> go actually watch the movie. It's amazing. All you have to do is join the flood of texts that we're getting on 0409 945 with your favourite movies about travelling, friends travelling to yeah, places. Yeah, is it Girls totally. Trip? 
Totally. Is it just girls, a TV show? Is it Cabin Fever? Is it Wolf Creek? We're mm. going to pick a winner very soon. Remember to also text in your name so we can announce <laughs> that you've won. Uh, a couple of that have come in so far include Thelma and Louise from Shaz awesome. in Bladesville. Great one. House of Wax. <gasps> Amazing road <laughs> film. Yeah, awesome. Road trip movie. Road trip oh. movie? Is it just called road trip Road trip. Movie? Yeah, road trip. What's road trip? Oh, my road gosh. Trip. Road it's trip. like a teen yeah. movie from... The 90s. Oh I'm more into Crossroads. I was about to. You beat me to attack. I was about to say Crossroads. We're going to read out all of your uh, um, selections mm. and submissions for the double mm. pass to Golden Age Cinema Bar very soon. And we're also going to come back with Sydney Spotlight after mm. this. Someone text in Crossroads, please. Just pass. 0409 You're on Mornings with Brady Tanner. This is DZ Death Rays with Afterglow. On Mornings with Bridie Tanner, that was Deezy Death Rays with Afterglow. We are in the midst of movies, movies, movies with film lords Jack and Andre and getting a lot of texts in for the Marina Abramovich in Brazil, the space in between screening at the Golden Age Cinema Bar. Uh, I can't wait to read a few of those out and see what you <laughs> both think of the selections that people are texting in on 0409 945 945. A lot of people very keen to win the double pass. Fair enough. But before we get to that... Let's do Sydney Spotlight. Sydney Spotlight. What is happening <laughs> around town in movies and film and cinema? Tell Oakley, me everything. Dolkily. So, if you're not watching movies at home or on your computer, you have to go see this Romanian film at the Australian National Gallery of New South Wales. The Art Gallery of New South Wales. I always get that wrong. The Art Gallery of New South Wales is screening Reconstruction, which came out in 1968. But when I was doing my research, I also saw that it was called Reenactment. So they have it down as Reconstruction, but it's a film that came out in the 60s by Lucien Pintoli. It's Romanian, and it's considered the best Romanian film of all time. It's a tragic comedy. It's long. It's all got. It's about high stakes. It's an existential drama. It's got everything in it you want, and it's screening for free this Wednesday and Sunday at the Art Gallery of New South Wales. So Reconstruction is definitely what I'd be hitting up. We're having this kind of like transcendent emotional realist week, aren't we? Because my suggestion is New and Trin Thee's movie um, who's this amazing Vietnamese filmmaker called Letters from Pandaranga and it's in the Biennale so you can go to Carriageworks and watch it for free. It's this 35 minute kind of meditation on the history of Vietnam but also the history of the indigenous people of Vietnam and mm. they're like beautiful temples that just got bombed and it plays out as this kind of letters between um, her and this invented Friend. That is so interesting mm. because I was sitting in a, a barn me place the other day <laughs> yeah. enjoying a delicious uh, salad roll yeah. and Another I was spotlight. looking at the at the painting of the wall of uh, Vietnam and people doing this and that and I thought I have no idea about mm. anything to do it's with the amazing. history of yeah. Vietnam you anything could, at all and, and all it's really you- interesting there's a really interesting section where it talks about like what like how they became post-colonial before other places and how the French kind of helped them reconstruct their history there's these little sections that are kind of magical and mm. that's all that I know is that's why they have pork rolls on French sort of yeah, 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 totally. type bread that's the Literally the limit of my sort of Vietnamese knowledge. So get your dose of Vietnam at Carriageworks as part of the Sydney Biennale. And if you're not doing that, we are also pretty excited by the FFS Film Festival, which is for a... For film's sake. For film's sake or for F's sake. It's a female-oriented film festival.
festival where they champion female directors, female voices. It's super inclusive and it's happening from April 11th to 15th. We're talking features, shorts. The FFS festival is happening. It is upon us. Whereabouts is the FSS film festival? The screenings, I mean, what I know of is that most of the screenings are at Event Cinemas George Street, but they could also, there might be events around the city as well. There are some, like, because there's a lot of screens, but they're the ones who did the sausage party, um, like, red carpet, like, ambush at the Actor Awards. Explain that to us, Jack. So, basically, at the Actor Awards, um, a couple of years ago, a bunch of girls got into, a bunch of women got into, like, sausages. Hot dog costumes. Hot dog costumes, and just, like, completely rampaged the whole of the red carpet, talking about how the industry is a sausage party, which it is. Yeah. And and the team behind that protest run the film festival that we're talking about. Ah, So, just hit up this amazing progressive festival. All right. Well, that's Sydney Spotlight for today on Movies, Movies, Movies. Now we get to announce the winner of the double pass. Have we got more text? Thank you so much for contributing. We have had a lot of text. Imogen has suggested both Riding in Cars with Boys and Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants. Love you, Imogen. That's amazing. We have someone saying Natural Born Killers. (gasps) Another classic. That's an intense one. Jennifer Lewis is a Scientologist. Juliette Lewis. Juliette Lewis, which we get my Scientologist right, which we (laughs) learned from Maps to the Stars, which I guess me was the Kowskis on holiday in that. Next one, Bridie. Sorry. Also came in. You're kidding okay, me. The sweetest thing is the favourite. I'm sorry, that was the one that I wrote down on my notes. I love the movie <laughs> so much. Keanu text in Road Games. Mm, mm-hmm. Haven't heard of it, but thanks, thanks for the text, Keanu. Keanu. That one. Riding in Cars <laughs> with Boys came in. Ooh, Gorgeous. Early Drew. Interesting. That one was from Eli. Oh, no, it wasn't. Sorry. But Eli did text in, definitely bed cruising in bed knobs and broomsticks. Haven't seen or thought about that film in Whoa. so long, but that was a childhood That's, classic. Okay, totally. this whole time we've been talking about bed knobs and broomsticks, I've thought it was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which Jack. is so traumatic, that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Another one about travelling, though. Totally. Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants. Again. Pants. Oh, my God. Or plants. <laughs> or plants. <laughs> pants. Rachel says Lost in Translation. I love that movie you so love much. Movie, I love you, Rachel. You? I think she also texts in... Ooh, dedicated film lord. Uh, wet Hot American Summer. Oh, winner. Rachel and I... Oh, no, that's not Rachel. Sorry, that's someone else still who okay. also texts in the parent uh, the parent trap 1998 okay. version oh, go amazing. home this Easter Monday and watch Wet Hot American Summer and the parent trap if you want like your summer camp realness we've got some great listeners texting some great films you guys have amazing taste let's not forget about Shaz in Gladesville who oh, suggested Shaz. Thelma and Louise oh, classic classic, classic. Amazing. great film um, but also what? go see River of Grass which was a response to Thelma and Louise where it's actually a feminist text okay okay any um, more do we have? That's all for now. I okay. want you to think for a second, take deep breath, which one is standing out as the natural born winner? Okay, natural you read winner. it out <laughs> during the music break, but I think my winner could be House of Wax. Oh my gosh, that's a, or, that's a, that was a bit of an F you one, though. That was a bit of I'm an not going to give a ticket to a Paris Hilton movie, I'm sorry. My one is definitely, you know me and the sweetest thing, we just get along so well, but I also... Love the idea of Wet Hot American Summer. I think Wet Hot American Summer and Parent Trap 98 win because there was two great suggestions. Was was that was that two suggestions from the same person? Same person. Oh my God, give it to them. If you're still listening, texting your name and we'll give you a call to organise your double pass. Thank you to all the, the film lots for texting cinema. in. And thank you to everyone dyeing their hair red in like like commemoration of Lindsay's comeback. Lindsay's comeback, a small one. Born on the same day as me. We'll bring you more info no. about that next week. If you want to read back over two reviews, you can follow Jack and Andre at Movies, Movies, Movies on FBI on Instagram. That's right. Thank you so much for coming in today. It's it was awesome. Here. See you next Monday. Bye, folks. Bye. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. 
Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts. 